This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now. Now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo. Bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Deal Breakers Thursday. And good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going and watching the show and all the shows right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. And Cap, we had a blockbuster not last night, early this morning, after midnight, all hell breaks loose. And that's usually the the way things go with the NBA trade, trade deadline. Woj with a bomb here. Chris Haynes with a bomb there. It's amazing the news that comes out. All this news coming out, starting with Kevin Durant being traded as he goes to the Phoenix Suns. But uh, I didn't see any Bulls news, did you? Okay. Jonathan, you know this is my town. Your town. We grew up here. Yep. I bleed this city. I love this city. Best sports city in America. My ass. This city, I don't mean the people. I mean the owners, the executives, the teams are a freaking embarrassment. Let me just lay the case out to you that the best sports cities in the country are New York, Boston, Philly, Chicago. L.A., they show up late and they leave early. The other ones, they're all pretenders. Nice. Cleveland has a little football team. Detroit's a little bit. Those are the four markets where sports is woven into the fabric of our people. Hockey here? That's a joke. They're a joke. Okay, the Cubs, they act like the Kansas City Royals till this year they decided to spend a little bit of money. But we've got to get that top farm system. We've got to get that. Bi- Stop. Two rebuilds in 10 years? Embarrassing. The White Sox? Biggest underachievers we've had in decades here. Well, we'll go get some coach off the Royals. They changed managers, didn't even hire the guy. I hope he's good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Just get a new manager. Ridiculous. The Bears, I hope to God we get 400 number one picks and 10 all pros for the number one pick. Color me skeptical. They're the worst team today in the National Football League. They're picking one for a reason. And then it comes to the Chicago Bulls. I'm watching this team make a move and that rumor there. And what do I hear about the Bulls? Nothing. Bupkis. Till I get in the car last night after doing... Bradley at Illinois State, and I'm listening to the Golden State Warriors game against Portland, and I hear, hey, rumor is that Russell Westbrook, who was just traded, going to get bought out in Utah, and his preference is to sign a deal with Chicago. Oh, great. Carl Everett to the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some hood ornament. Whatever. I don't hate Russell Westbrook. It, it, it's not moving the needle for me. 
And then I wake up at 4 a.m. I'm tired. You're coming in from a game. You're tired. Wait, what does this say? Give me my glasses. Kevin Durant is going where? Kevin Durant's a Phoenix Sun, and their management just got a new owner this week. Signed off on whatever it takes. I want to bring a championship here right now. How come we never do that? I remember Khalil Mack. I was in the shower like, we got who? Khalil Mack, top five player? Araldus Chapman, the Cubs pushed their chips in. It's so few and far between. We are pathetic as a major sports market. Pathetic. We get up every day. We come do our shows here at this great radio station. We're all fired up. And guess what? We don't get paid back by ownership. We act like a bunch of losers from Kansas City. That's what we are. It is amazing that every year around this time during the NBA trade deadline, you're waiting for the Bulls to find their way in a position where they can be a better basketball team. And we know where the stars are all over this league. But I just don't understand why Connor Shobas and Eversley can't look at this situation and say, boy, you know what? We are the general manager and the head of the Chicago Bulls. We could be able to have full autonomy of this organization. Yeah, we got Michael Ryan's who have to answer to, but it's a fresh coat of paint. The reason why, if I'm Eversley and Carter Shovis and I'm in this position, Cap, is because, well, Garpax did not get the job done, and there needed to be change. Change not just to change the, the chairs or just to change the bodies in those chairs. I mean, change, I mean, meaningful change for the Chicago Bulls. That's the whole point of this. Why are you the general manager and the head of the Chicago Bulls? You two are supposed to be able to create change. And what really is the difference between Gar and Pax and what we see right now? Now, again, the trade deadline is, is still ongoing. We'll see what happens by the time we get to 2 o'clock. But the whole point is, though, is that there are no rumblings. There's nothing out of Chicago about what's going on with this Bulls team. What do, what do fans want, Cap? They just want the team to be successful and be a winner, a perennial winner. As I always say, a rung on the ladder, perennial playoff team, get yourself in a position to win a championship, win a championship. Just get on the ladder. But there's really no difference. If we go through this deadline and there's no significant change with this roster or upgrades to be able to get this team on a run, then you're not doing anything different than Garn Pax did. So people are in their car right now or they're – poured a cup of coffee or they're already at work or they're getting the kids off. They got all these responsibilities and bills. Oh, bulls are on tonight. Good. I'm going to watch my bulls. And you're being disrespected, man, woman, child. Make sure you buy that new City Edition jersey. Hey, we got the Los Bulls jersey now for sale. Make sure you get that for $125. Are you getting that same commitment back from ownership of any of our teams, any of them, does any one of those owners come out and say, I just want to win championships. That's all I care about. I will do whatever it takes to build a champion. We think it's a big freaking deal here when we go get Russell Westbrook off a buyout list. It's really embarrassing that we've got such great support. Every day we have every single line, all 10 lines are lit. Every day, we have the best listeners. People watch, they talk, they are on social media, they're into it. How come we're never in on the effing fun? Ever. Well, well, here's the thing, and I think that we have to be able to listen to our listeners a little closer. Because when we do have some listeners and some calls that call in and have a problem with the ownership, 
we're the first to say, nope, they're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. We, we talk about the Cubs or we talk about, uh, you know, the Bears. Oh, no, they're not cheap. They're willing to spend through the nose. They're willing to spend. But the thing is, though, yes, you do spend. Some of the organizations in this town do spend. But what about the end result, right? Don't confuse activity with accomplishment in that regard. When we talk, and hey, we give the Bears credit when they spend. We give the Cubs credit when they spend. There's a cap on the White Sox, clearly, because there's not going to be a $100 million a year player coming out of 35th and Vec. It just isn't happening. But we do give them the benefit of the doubt, but also we should listen to our listeners a little closer when they say, hey, I'm really mad at management. I'm really mad at Ricketts. I'm really mad at Reinsdorf. And you have every right to be because you're waiting for that big splash. Right. It, we were trying to figure out, you and I, the big splashes, and you name a couple of them, in the city where in free agency or in a trade, we're like, wow, I can't believe that Chicago has this pl- player. It's usually someone that's on the scrap heap, someone in the middle, on the middle shelf, no one on the top shelf. And that's the problem around here. That trade for Phoenix, and we'll get into it as we move forward here, but the idea that the Phoenix Suns make this deal for Kevin Durant and they didn't have to get rid of their core? They still have Chris Paul. They still have DeAndre Ayton. Oh, they and, still have Devin Booker. And made this deal. And made this deal. They didn't give up anything. The owner... Like, like outside the four first-round picks, they gave up... Well, well th- hold on. Four first-round picks and a pick swap in 28, which by that point, Durant's going to be 40 years old. That team, if they haven't won a title, that's a dismal failure. They're now the second choice behind Boston. Mm-hmm. But they gave up a t- They pushed their chips in, man. See, New the- owner Matt Ishbia said, all in. Let's go. But Chicago doesn't do that. That's the whole point of this. When right? have we ever done that? Yeah, all just, our chips. Just put your balls on the table and just say, you know what? We're going to make some wholesale changes for the betterment of the franchise. When does that happen? Like, Think of the big deals. If you imagine, I said just trades. Araldis Chapman, and I'm talking about trades where we're getting the star, not shipping out Chris Sale and Quintana and Rizzo and Baez and Bryant and letting other guys walk. I'm talking about when were we the team that went all in? All in. Araldis Chapman, they gave up their number one prospect and more. Okay. They signed John Lester, beat everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah. Which was huge, by the way. Let's not. Uh, did the Raiders win the trade? I don't know. I think that the the Bears were able to get some production out of of Mac when he was healthy. He was a beast. He was a beast. Okay. Who else? Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta, but that was a bunch of minor leaguers for a failed guy in Baltimore, and it worked out. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about shopping at the top shelf. Ryan Pace did it for Mitchell Trubisky. <clears throat> he missed on the trade. At least he was trying. Right. But he failed. Who else? Name me another one. Did the White Sox ever shop at the top shelf? No. Blackhawks got Marion Hosa. Yes. In free agency. He was the number one prize. That was a big time get. I'm trying to think. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're so few and far between, it's always us shipping guys out. Well, that's the whole thing. It's always the other way. We're like the twins. It's it's, it's Jimmy Butler, you know, being traded. And the 16th overall pick for Zach Levine, Chris, Chris Dunn, and Laurie Marketing. Correct. You remember this in 2017, Correct. right? It's usually the other way. Now, whatever you want to say, Jimmy Butler is a better player and a somewhat of a bigger star than Zach Levine. I would say somewhat of a bigger starter. 
than than Zach Levine is. Well, the day of the trade, he was by far a bigger star. No Jimmy question. Butler. No question. Zach was coming off an ACL. Yeah. He turns out to be a very good player who I am hearing, as an aside, that he and Billy, that relationship has sailed. And that everyone else in the locker room is on Billy's side. Well, if that's the case, then if if you are... Karnaschovas and Eversley, aren't you siding with Donovan in that regard? They and, are. And if there is a disconnect, don't you make a deal by the time we get to 2 o'clock? Somebody's got to take the $200 million left or the 180 70 whatever it is, left. Well, as a fan uh, on the side of the road watching this, I just want to see movement. Let me ask how, you a how, question. However, it ha- Listen to what I'm saying. However it happens, I want it to happen for the Chicago Bulls. I understand that the, the I understand the price tag for Zach Levine, but the point is though that I couldn't care less. I just want to see movement for the betterment of the okay, team. Okay, so I'm going to give you a, an opportunity. You tell me, Mister Basketball, because that's what you are. You do NBA radio. If I told you, okay, we'll give you Anthony Davis and whatever in there, pick or whatever, and you. Are getting Zach Levine? You doing that? It's a non-starter. No, I don't want street clothes no, here. No, it's a He's non-starter. He's never healthy. He's never available. At least Zach plays. I wish. I wish he was because then you're talking about the ultimate center in the league. And Anthony Davis, if he would just stay healthy and just be effective. But I can't depend on him. But does he move the needle? He comes home. Maybe he's re-energized. He's a good guy. He's not a bad person. I think it may have run its course in L.A. He may want to go someplace else. It just can't be here. Can't do it. It's just not available. Well, I, I like the player when he's available. Well, unlike other sports, you got to match the money. Oh, I get it. I get it. I just, but what I'm saying is, and what you're saying is, standing still won't get it done for the Chicago Bulls. It just won't work. So, three one two three three two ESPN three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Jason Hayward. We signed him. I like Jason. You got a speech and a ring out of that. He's an awesome guy. Great in the community. We shopped at the top shelf. It was like getting Trubisky. They didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, you got a speech. Gold glove and a championship. Yes, at a community center that's beautiful. <laughs> right. You got He's something. an awesome person. You got more from him than you got from Trubisky. Come on, man. What are we doing here? It's effing Chicago. So let's ask this question. Shay, let's open the phone lines and ask a question. Based on what happened overnight with Kevin Durant going to Phoenix and other movement happening in the NBA, how come Chicago's never in on the fun? What's going on with this city that we're never in on the fun? Let's talk about this. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Cap and I are racking our brain about the last time you were excited about a free agent or a trade in which the star came to Chicago. You see if you can remember through the raindrops here as we keep you company here on a Thursday morning. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. That's why I say Shot, no shot. With Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Glad that you're with us. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN Without Chicago. That's where you can watch our show and all the shows here at ESPN Chicago. It is now time for Shot or No Shot. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Snorling, what's up? What's up, boys? Uh, not the yeah. Chicago Bulls. No, clearly. That's not the case. What a trade deadline. I want to start with the Bulls. I know we spent the last hour on them, but it is NBA trade deadline day. So I want to start with this. The one move we've really seen 
solid reporting on comes from Chris Haynes uh, tweeting that the Chicago Bulls are interested in signing Russell Westbrook should he secure a buyout from the Utah Jazz. League sources tell NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. Mm -hmm. That from Chris Haynes on Twitter. Shot or no shot? The Bulls should go after Russell Westbrook on the buyout market for a team-friendly deal. Uh, That's a no shot. Wow. Um, Well, you were brief. Right to the point. I'm just giving you your time, pal. So, I don't think he does anything for you. I think he's a ball-dominant, hoggish-type player. But who are you running out there at the point? Truly. Dragic literally needs a walker to get on the court. Yes. Kobe and Io, talented kids. They're not point guards. If you're not going out trading and getting me a point guard, the hell? Pick him up. Doesn't cost you anything. Not my money. Not giving anything up if he's on the buyout market. Yeah. Shot. No shot. For someone who rants about combo guards on this team. He's a combo. I agree. Well, I mean, you, but you hate that, though. Well, but who are you giving me that can play the point? I literally don't have a point guard on the roster. And if you get Russbrook, you still won't have one. But I know what I don't have. You, there- don't, you don't like it. I don't know why you even said shot. You're just trying to be contrarian. You don't like that. You know you, know you don't like that. If I like was that. building a team, no, Russell Westbrook would not be on it. But what else do we have? Give me something. I don't you know, Make a move. I don't need him to come here just for my entertainment. We, right. You've seen him play. You understand what's going on with him. I mean, look, I'm, t- I'm going to get a player here that since 2018 has played for Oklahoma City, Houston, Washington, and now the Lakers. This will be his fifth team in six years. No shot. I don't disagree with you. But when I sit down tonight, pour nice wine, a nice bourbon, uh-huh. and I watch the Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets, I'd rather watch Russell Westbrook play than watch Goran Dragic. You like the Bull tonight, by the way? You like the Bull? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll waste you, another $50 same game parlay you like, again. You like the net, maybe? Net? The net has nothing. If you can't beat the net as currently constituted, now by the end of the day, who knows? If you can't beat the net tonight, you suck. Okay. Just so you know, David Kaplan's fading the audience right there. He, he's trying to put get the public money on the Bulls. <laughs> so you go the other way. Since you're going to bring up the bull in the net, I'm looking at the line right now. Bulls plus one and a half on the road in Brooklyn against a team that, like, did Bridges get on the plane? He's going to go tonight? No shot. No Dakane way Johnson Bridges get on the plane. Is, he's going to go tonight. tonight. They're going to roll dead bodies out there. The hoodie, they're going to take Jay-Z off the sideline and ask him to play point guard. Good. I Why like... are the Bulls a one-and-a-half-point dog? Here you go. One-and-a-half-point dog or favorite? One-and-a-half-point dog, dog on yeah. the road in Brooklyn against a team that's got nobody. So here you go. Impromptu shot or no shot. Vegas is telling us right here one of DeMar or Levine will not be here. Hmm. Well, well is DeMar going to play? Be, not play because of injury? Now, he didn't play the last game, correct, against Memphis. It's one of the reasons why the Bulls lost against Memphis. I couldn't get it on the app, by the way, when I was in Carbondale. I had watched the Bally's sports version. First time watching Bally's, by the way. And saw that version of the Memphis version. And their heads were scratching. Like, I don't understand. How come the Bulls are bad? Um, So, I I say that uh, this is the kind of game where the Bulls would usually lose, right? Correct. An undermanned team, a team that's erratic. Uh, are you leaning bulls? 
for that one? I, I, I'm going to wait till 2 o'clock and figure out what the hell they're doing. All right, Shay. All right, we're going to get to the Bears. There's a big-name wide receiver likely to be available later on this summer. The Chargers need to make some difficult decisions to create cap space, of which they have none. Keenan Allen is likely to be cut. Shot or no shot, if Keenan Allen gets cut and is available in free agency later on this summer as a cap-saving move for Los Angeles, the Chicago Bears should be the first phone call he gets. Is he healthy? First one, huh? First call. Um, is he healthy? I got to know if he's healthy. I don't know. That's the way I don't know. But I, I guess what Shay's asking is just based on the talent, would you acquire him? Yeah, if he's on the buyout mark, I mean the cap cut, mm-hmm. why not? That's a shot. If he's healthy. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have another NBA trade. And That's again, it's not us. Okay. Is that breaking news? No, it's not one I would play the sounder for. All right. Go right ahead. Jakob Pertl is out of San Antonio. That was late last night. Oh, I didn't even see that last yeah. night. <laughs> that, that got dropped like five minutes before Kevin Durant. So oh. that one got swept right under the rug. Yeah, Jakob Pertl is now a to Raptor. Toronto. He's yeah. a Raptor. Yes. Oh, and that's um, for a guy I never heard of. Kem Birch. Ever uh, heard of Kem Birch? No. The Orlando Magic legend, Kem Birch? Never heard of him. Oh, just a, he was your neighbor, wasn't he? Back when you lived in the city? The Birches? Fantastic. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Margaret and Kem. Margaret was a realtor, if you recall. She was studying for her real estate. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Failed I remember, the test. Remember it well. Pearl's a really good player. Spurs are tanking. They're tanking bad. <laughs> they are doing all they can to get Victor Wembanyama. I heard you, Stacey King, when the Bulls played the Spurs. Best coaching that Pop's ever done. What? He's miserable. Miserable. Horrific. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It may be great coaching because he's teaching the kids, but he's miserable at 14 yeah, and 41. You played really well. You had 17 points. Get him out of here. Yeah. They lost 10 straight. They're, they're, they're going for it, brother. They're going for it. They're embracing the tank. 100%. All right, Shay. I say, by the way, with the, the Allen, I say shot. Just because I think you're asking about the skill set more so than anything else, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, and if the, and listen, if he's not healthy, then he's not getting signed. If he can't pass a physical, or the, you don't trust the medicals, then he's not going to get signed. So, I assume if you if you give him a call and going to sign him, he's going to be a healthy guy, at least in the summer. Once he starts playing games, who knows? I want to stick with the Chargers for a second because there's another name that potentially could be cut and could give the Bears a nice little two tight end option: Gerald Everett. Likely not going to be on the Chargers because of their cap situation. So shot or no shot, Bears need to get on the phone if he gets cut. That's a shot. You at least you didn't say get him. He said get on the phone and inquire inquire about him. He's, That's a shot. He will turn twenty nine, I believe. Twenty eight. He'll turn twenty eight. Or he is twenty eight. Uh, yeah, that's a shot. Solid player. He's not amazing, but he's solid. I mean, the playoff game with the Jaguars, he had six catches for 109 and a touch. Why would I not want to take a shot? Uh, now, I would think if Keenan Allen hits the market, the Dallas Cowboys will be very tough to beat on him. I would think. Okay, Cap. Let's, Shay, let's keep our eyes on the Lakers here. Let's keep our eyes on the Lakers. We got some breaking news here? Well, my phone's a little hot. Um, 
Let's just watch what the Lakers do now that Phoenix have made their move. Now the Lakers realize Does, they'll, they'll have no shot because of the trade here. They'll have no shot to get, maybe not to get, definitely not get to the playoffs. But definitely not contend. Hoodie, does shot or no shot, the name you're hearing rhymes with Mac Devine? Um, that is a, a shot. Yeah, it's what I was telling you this yeah. morning. Yeah, the, the, the Lakers are interested in a player whose name rhymes with Mac Devine. The Bulls want this guy off the roster. They're not going to tell you that. I'm telling you that. They are done with this guy. Let's also keep our eyes on the Lakers. Again, I'll repeat, because of what happened overnight here with the Suns, knowing that the Lakers more than likely will not make a, a, a deal here, let's just watch LeBron very closely. Just watch it very closely, Cap. Because, I mean, LeBron already got the scoring record. Now what else is left in Los Angeles? So just watch, just keep your eyes on it. Chicago Bulls have acquired LeBron James. <laughs> watch the, and, and watch the narrative change, right? I hate this LeBron. This LeBron sucks. He's a whiner. He's a flopper. We got LeBron? Oh, my God. Wait, we got LeBron? You sound like Eddie on the north side. See, watch, watch the narrative change. That whole deal we went through yesterday about how you hate LeBron because of this, or you, he's not a, you're a Michael person, you don't like LeBron. If he was in a Chicago uniform, you'd love him. You'd hike your skirt up for LeBron James. On the corner of Madison Avenue. Shay. So LeBron's done the I'm going to lose to KD thing again. He's like, I don't want to do this. Uh, listen, that's been half his career. Just, just keep your eye on it. Go ahead. All right. Well, since you brought him up, let's stick with it for a moment. Two big three eras came to an end yesterday. The final piece of the Kyrie, Katie, Harden big three moved to Phoenix. That was Kevin Durant. And the LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook big three split up with Westbrook on the move to Utah. Shot or no shot? The Nets big three is by far the bigger disappointment. Think about that. What do you think? The Nets' big three is the most disappointing I can remember in a long, long time. Remember what an overwhelming choice Brooklyn was to win the title? Yes. They were like 2-1. to one. Yes. Plus, two fi- plus 250, I think they were. They were by far the number one choice to win the NBA title over the last couple seasons. And guess what? They sucked. Polluted organization. Awful. There's got to be a moment where Sean Marks, the GM, Jacques Vaughn, the head coach, and Joe Sy, the owner, are, oh, thank God I got all those maniacs out of here. Now get the Simmons kid out of here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no question about that. Wow. Uh, Did you see uh, Kyrie's quote about that organization and Kevin Durant being traded? They asked Kyrie what he thought about Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. Obviously, now the two of them will be Western Conference rivals. Kyrie said, I'm just glad he got out of there. (laughs) Wow. I mean, come on, man. What does that mean? What does that mean? This whole thing was a joke. They tried to put something together, and they didn't put the time into it to make it work, Cap. Ultimately, that's what it was with Brooklyn. They didn't make time for it to work. Like, we're going to get an instant championship here. No, you won't. Because Kyrie's going to do his own thing. Harden, boy, I tell you what, nobody's more slippery than James Harden. If the, if, the, if the team is uncomfortable, he'll leave. He'll force a trade quickly. It's just, But it's really about four or five players. But those four or five, five players make the league look bad, meaning like everybody wants to leave. Everyone's forcing a trade. I understand it's, a, it's player empowerment, but that's not the entire league. But, I mean, 
uh, there's a few others I think Cap that are going to be looking to make to make a move here as well. No doubt. Yeah. So let's keep our eyes on that. I would just love to have that breaking news sounder. Chicago Bulls have traded Zach Levine for LeBron the, straight up, or for whoever. Yeah. Just you got to fix this thing. Give me a plan. I'll buy in if you give me a plan. Just keep middling along. Eh. Yeah. No. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Danny's going to put money in your pocket in one minute, and then we'll go around the National Football League. Still to come, Deal Breakers comes your way at 835. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, the same ESPN Chicago app where you could find Peggy and Dion. They always say, we don't know, we'll just figure it out. There's shows every Saturday, but you catch the podcast, Peggy and Dion, available now on the ESPN Chicago app. Time to go around the National Football League here on this Thursday morning. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Snore it up, kid. Let's go. All right, boys. I want to start with a couple nuggets that are right here at home in Chicago. The first, uh, Mark Carmen of CHGO Sports caught up with Jalen Johnson yesterday talking about a contract extension with the Bears. Here's Jalen Johnson. At the end of the day, that's just, but I mean, it's a business too. So, I mean, I understand that aspect of it, but definitely want to be in Chicago. Definitely want to open up that that talk, to open up that door um, of being extended. But I feel like at the end of the day too, the the numbers have to be the right thing. The opportunities have to be the right way. So, I mean, really for me, not not pressing it, um, just accepting what what is and then also knowing my value, knowing my worth. But at the end of the day too, my, my job is to play football. So, regardless of contract or not, I'm, I'm going to give the team everything I got and then just continue to move on with my future. Uh, the Carm getting it done there, talking to former, going to uh, Jalen Johnson. Um, I expect a contract extension to happen. I mean, he's still a young player. The Carm is killing it out there. Mark Carmen doing great work, and he's the guy that ran down Matt Nagy, and now he's got Jalen Johnson. You're damn right they're getting him extended. You got nothing but money up there on the cap. Kid's a good young corner. Everybody okay in there? What are you doing? Jay Moore. I didn't realize my mic was open. That was the loudest can crack I've ever heard. Did you actually open it? Yeah, some liquid death. Okay, that's fine, but just first time with a new can? or Come on, man. You've never cracked a 40 before? Wow. Go ahead, Go ahead Jay. So I, they're going to get it done. A hundred percent they're going to get it done. Shay. All right, before we get to Roger Goodell, I have one more uh, Bears nugget. Former Bear and current Steelers guard James Daniels was one of only five offensive linemen to play at least 600 pass-blocking snaps and not allow a single sack. That's a monster right there. Now, again, low draft pick cap? Second rounder. Second rounder. James Daniels? Yes. Second round draft pick. Second round out of the University of Iowa. Hmm. Restaurant quality there. You got to like those numbers. Think about that. What if he's with the Bears? Would he be as good? I would hope so. What I don't understand is why you would 
allow a kid at that age to walk out the door. He didn't get paid stupid money. What did right. he get, like $9 million? Like, it wasn't like they, some huge franchise-altering contract. Yeah. But he wasn't their guy. Pace drafted him, not Poles. Let him go. And he turns out to be a damn good signing in Pittsburgh. And you need offensive line. Beauty is in the high of the beholder in that spot, right? Like, you see talent. And they said we could just move on and then see what happens. He flourishes with another team. Could he could use that kind of production? That's for sure. He had three for 26. It was uh, constructed so that last year's cap hit, just $4.1 million. How many pancakes? Uh, he is more of a waffle guy. <laughs> That's not what I'm asking you. Go ahead. All right, Hoodie, let's get to Roger Goodell. He did his annual Super Bowl press conference yesterday. The place that I want to begin, we have three things that he said. The one I want to start with is his comments on the officiating. Listen to this. When you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. There are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out or extrapolate that. That's hundreds if not millions of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. Okay. Okay. How would you answer that if you're the commissioner? He says that it's never been better, which is a lie. So how would you answer that if you're the commissioner? If I was the commissioner, I know he's got you know his minions telling him, here's what you have to say. They help him through the talking points. I would have said, look, our officials work incredibly hard. These are the biggest, strongest, fastest athletes in the world. It's unbelievably difficult to officiate this game and be perfect every time. I love our officials. We work with them every offseason to make them the best they can be. I'm confident in our officiating and it, we will continue to strive to be the best. Period. That's a really good answer because you're, you're always striving. It's No, it's never going to be perfect, but you're striving to be better. To say and put a cap on it and say, it's never been better. Well, that's just a lie. That's, now you just, that's not true. Well, just now you're just being disingenuous. Agreed. You know my other problem with Roger Goodell, Cap? You know my other problem with Roger Goodell is the you lack... You can't play point guard for the Bulls? No, the lack of accountability. Jim Trotter. You know Jim Trotter? Oh, yeah. Longtime NFL scribe. Yep says that its commitment to diversity extends beyond the sideline in the front office, but the numbers in the newsroom and the league-owned media group says otherwise. Jim Trotter's asking him, where's the, um, the multiple um, people in the newsroom of color that cover the NFL? This is something that's going to be handled by Goodell, and this is his answer. I am not in charge of the newsroom, um, so I, what, I think, the, the, as you point out, it's the same question you asked last year. And we did go back, and we have reviewed everything we've been doing across the league. And we are looking at everything from vendors that we're working with to partners that we're working with to ownership where we've seen significant changes in diversity just this year. And I'm not specific, do not know specifically about the media business. We'll check in again with our people. But I am comfortable that we made significant progress across the league. I can't answer the specific questions. Some of the data you may have raised there may be accurate, maybe not. Last year, I was told some of it wasn't. We'll get to you on that. We want to make progress across the board, and that includes in the media room. And so those are things that we'll continue to look at and hopefully make real progress to. I can't answer because I do not know specifically what those numbers are today. So Roger Goodell, once again, not 
taking ownership as a commissioner in the NFL. What do you mean? Uh, he says, and he really had a hard time with that answer, as you can hear, right? Had a hard time. Jim Trotter asking him a, a, a very clear question of how come there aren't more people of color or women in league-owned media, and he can't give you an answer. I don't have the numbers. Maybe the numbers you gave last year is accurate. Maybe it's not. You have to be able to look into this. You say I, his first thing he said was, I am not in charge of the newsroom. Um, so I, what I think, the, the, as you point out, it's the same question you asked last year. He's not in charge of the newsroom. You're the commissioner. You're in charge of everything. Correct. Have some ownership, some balls. I would have preferred he, he had said, look, Jim, I, I don't have those numbers in front of me here, but I can promise you, as soon as the Super Bowl's over and I'm back at work, I will make sure this gets looked into and someone will follow up with you. You just pass the buck to somebody else. I don't have the numbers. They might be accurate, maybe not, but we're doing all we can. You're not doing all you can. Just cashing a check. That's what he's doing. He did not need to say, well, some of the numbers you gave last year were not accurate. What's that all about? Now you're discrediting the great Jim Trotter who's been covering the, the league for 30 years. Really? Just act and say... I'm going to do all I can to make sure we're doing all the right things, and I will look into this when I'm back in the office. It's a valid question. What is this I don't know the specifics? Do you know what he made each of the last two seasons? Uh, How much? $63 million. You're the most powerful man in sports, and you get paid $63 million a year. You got to know the specifics, Raj. On everything, because you're the commissioner of the NFL. Well, I'm not saying that he's going to know the specific answer to every question. I disagree with you there, but he should say, I am back in the office next week. I will make sure this gets looked into, and you, Jim, you will get a call. This is two years in a row with the same question about diversity in the... in the. Um, and so he should have known room. it was coming. Yeah, because you should have saw his face. Like He's like, oh, God. Here we go. Yeah, and had no answer again. All right, Shay, what else... Uh, One last thing from Goodell. I don't think we have the audio on this. He wants to have the ability to flex Thursday night games Uh the way they flex Sunday night games. Okay. You want a little news flash, Roger? (laughs) The NFLPA, they are not going to like that one. Yes. So flexing the Thursday night game, like whatever is on Sunday, you put it on Thursday to try to lift up Amazon. This is the Al Michaels rule, by the way. Al, Al had some lousy games to call for Thursday Night Football on Amazon. So they want to flex into Thursday? But it, you're saying the NFLPA won't like it. The NFLPA, if they get... Oh, wait a minute. We could sell how much more to Amazon here? Okay. No, it get, can't. We got, it's not going to happen. Like Detroit Green Bay, if it's a good game on a Sunday. Or Chicago Green Bay, good game on a Sunday. And the Thursday night game in week 17 sucks. And they want to move Chicago. Surprise, you're on a short week. It's never going to happen. Ever. And keep in mind, Cap, Amazon is last on the list. NBC's got to get theirs. NBC has the best coverage. The best coverage of the National Football League. Would you agree? Yes, the I would agree. Night package. But Shea says it'll never happen. Money talks. That's all I'm telling. Money does talk. But I'm, I'm just saying that if they want to flex the, the Amazon game, NBC's got something to say about it. ESPN's got something to say about it. CBS has something to say about it. Hey, Amazon, you're late to the party. You get what you get. This is how Sunday Night Football started. You remember with Mike Jackson? Who's doing the, the, the play-by-play? You remember this? Like, Well, the analyst was Tom Jackson. Wasn't it the no, linebacker? Remember the old punter was doing color with Joe Theismann? 
and it was like I forgot the play-by-play guy. But you remember Sunday night uh, football was lousy when it Paul first McGuire came out. Paul McGuire was on. Paul that. McGuire, the yep. old punter. Yep. Joe Theismann, and there was the play-by-play guy. Can't come. To, it doesn't come to mind. Hold on. But they had a lousy package just before Shea was born. It was a lousy package. You remember this, right? Yes. The terrible games. Well, that's where Amazon is right now. You got to deal with the dregs of the schedule. Mike Patrick. Mike Patrick. Thank Who you very much. Well, he's just chain smoker while he did the games. <laughs> right. Mike Patrick, Roy Firestone, Joe Theismann became lead analyst a year later, and Paul McGuire. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Shay. They just have to accept the fact this league is impossible to schedule. You're going to end up with bad games nationally televised. It's going to happen. You're never going to get players to agree to surprise short weeks because you want to get a better rating on a Thursday night. Guess what? Jags-Jets is going to draw. It's the NFL. But don't make these guys agree to short weeks on surprise notice. It's ridiculous. I would. You know what? Both of you guys are correct. Yes, money talks cap. But also the NFLPA will be bitching about that. On those short weeks. That's for sure. They'll bitch. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we have Deal Breakers. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. You never know what you're going to hear on Deal Breakers. You'll find out coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines Headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. The Lakers traded Russell Westbrook to Utah, where he's expected to be bought out. The Bulls have been linked to Westbrook on the buyout market. Kevin Durant was traded to Phoenix for Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round picks. SIU defeated UIC in Carbondale last night by a score of 68-66. to Bradley defeated Illinois State 79-61. to Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Kevin Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or it could be a deal breaker. Time for deal breakers here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Doug Llewellyn, along with Judge Wapner. Rusty the Bailiff? Wrong show. What do you mean? They're not part of Deal Breakers. You know what? It was a classic show. It is a snorling creation and production. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? Time he came up with her. Oh, for, you know, there's no need for the side swipe. No need. He's been busting his ass. Take it back. Shay. Kaplan, you come up with a benchmark dinner for two on me. Wherever you want. Oh! Oh, shot or no shot. Take that. All right, boys. It's, it's vintage. <laughs> Just like him. Let's get going with deal breakers. Your relationship has been on the rocks for a while, but with Valentine's Day coming up, you are hoping for a special night that can go a long way towards making things better with your partner. Well, the day before Valentine's, she gets you a gift. It's the all-new breakup bear from Walmart, a teddy bear that's ripping a heart in half with the words bye-bye sewed on its chest. How do you react to this style of breakup? Okay. Can she not verbalize how she feels? Is this how you feel by giving us a bear, a breakup bear? You can't say how you feel? Well, first of all, if we can't communicate, I don't want to be around you. That's number one. I would agree with that. If you can't look me in the eye and just say it's over, 
it's not going to end well at some point, so give me the bear and let's move on. <laughs> but I think it's also a weak way to do it. Was she a child? Was she a high schooler, or is this a grown adult, Jay, in this scenario? It's a grown woman. Okay, well, you know, if she's not adult enough to have the conversation and you have a breakup bear, you pull the bear apart and it says bye, then you know what? I'm done. Let me ask you a question. It is a deal breaker. When you broke up with a woman, did you go and tell her face-to-face, or did you chicken out and do it on the phone? No, it was face-to-face. But it was always, it was always on me. You know what? You are a really wonderful woman. It's not you. It's me. It's, it's, you're a wonderful woman. I, I love our relationship. But you know what? I can't give you my all because I'm not right. I got to make sure that my situation is taken care of. You know, bills, I got stuff going on. Listen, I just think that if you find someone else, I can understand. Because you need to have a complete person that's ready to be able to handle you. And ultimately, I'm dating somebody else on the side. Right. That. So I told this woman on the phone, yeah. I've been dating for six months. Yeah, uh, this is not going to work. I'm just not ready to be all in committed. And I'm going through some stuff, blah, blah. She said, no, 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 no. You're going to get in the car. And you're going to drive to my house and you're going to tell me face to face. Yeah. I'm like, it's not necessary. No, if you're going to do this, I care about you. You are going to look me in the eye. And I did. Yeah. And now I'm married to her for 19 years. (laughs) That was Mindy. See how that turned out, right? Yeah. Now, there has been times, and Shay, you tell me, there's been times where there's silence on the phone. You have a conversation on the phone, and it just you feel the disconnect in the conversation, and all of a sudden, you guys don't talk to each other as much, you don't text as much, and then you just kind of fade out of the relationship. Yeah, that, it's the Peter Out method. Yes, yes. There, there's a way to do it too. But for but usually the way I used to play it, and Danny knows this, it was the you know it's really me. I got a lot of stuff it's going not on. You, it's me. It's, I really got a lot of stuff going on. So I understand if you would if you're going to move on, I totally understand it because you need someone more complete. And then of course, what are you going to do with the bear? At the bear. You light the bear on you know, fire. This is a real bear. Walmart is selling. It has the heart ripped in half. It's got bye-bye on its chest. And if you press a button, it'll sing. N-Sync's bye-bye-bye to you. Oh, that's, that's, that's she's a child. Yeah, just if childish. somebody gives me that bear, I'm throwing it at their head. Yeah. If you can't communicate with me how you really feel, then we probably shouldn't be together. So, Shay. All right, boys. Uh, picking a time to break up. I saw a viral video on TikTok of this. Picking a time to break up and a place to execute that is always difficult. You and your girlfriend are on a flight back home from your vacation. And at the start of a six-hour flight, she tells you she's dumping you. What do you do? Hold on a second. Go through it again. Wait, wait hold yeah. on. Say it again. Right at the start of a six-hour flight home, your girlfriend tells you she's dumping you. What and do you, you do? you just had this great vacation. Oh, it probably wasn't great, but it was a vacation. This is after the vacation, right? On yeah, the way, the way home. home. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I'd have some questions. Why? You, you were, we're breaking up because why? Something I said, something I did, my deodorant, my cologne. Did we have a bad time? Did I do something I shouldn't have done on the vacation? Yeah, it's a communi- it's, yeah we communicate, and if she says what the reason is, well, can we communicate and figure out why? Can we be able to get this back to you? Of course, in your situation, Cap, you're always asking the question. Mm-hmm. Is she hot? I'm just telling you. That is a factor, is it not? 
Would he be dating her if she wasn't? Exactly. Yes, you would. If she wasn't really hot, would you be dating her? Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. You, so you're just going just pretends, right? I didn't say that. Well, that's the point. So you got to have everything. I've got to have. I've got to have an emotional, a spiritual, and a physical connection to be in a relationship. That's just me. I'd rather be by myself with my parlays than be with someone who I'm not attracted to. Everybody that you've dated before Mindy was hot. Everybody. One date, maybe not. A relationship, yes. They For all, me. They're all me. Hot. Yes. Okay. Shallow hell. Okay. So I am shallow hell. So they're, <laughs> 100%. So, so they're all hot. So, But that is a factor. And so are you trying to renegotiate the relationship or are you going to let it go? Uh, if I'm totally head over heels in love, I'm talking to her throughout the flight. Like, can we work this out? But if I was like, okay, I'm good. See, this all depends on the Rolodex of options you have in the back of your head. Order drinks and charge them to her. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, you want to change seats? I mean, seriously, I'd like to know why. And if she gives me a reason, like, it's fine. I just like to know why. How come I didn't get a chance to break up with you first? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, I'd like yeah, to know that. What if you were planning on doing it right after you land? Damn it, I was That's gonna, tough. She got in front of you. I was going to break up with you. Ah, oh, well. Deal Breakers continues as Danny puts money in your pocket. Listen very closely. Cap and J. Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports.